0: Reminding ourselves that we can't be complacent and rest on our laurels of having a couple good years in a row that we've uh, yeah. we've got to go out and earn it this year and we've got great opportunity. We got the next hundred years to think of. We do. We've got a great opportunity in front of us and great people to execute that opportunity, but now we gotta go out and do it.
1: On track, season three, episode fourteen. Today is April 6, thousand twenty-two. It's a beautiful day out there. It's it's feeling like spring. I have COO Eric Ritchie in here with me. Good morning, morning, Bangor area operations manager James Braley. Good morning, safety director Cam Hagar.
0: Good morning. It is a beautiful day. It is a beautiful day. And it's starting to dry. It is. Things are really drying up.
1: It's 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 looking really good. It's looking and good. I know. I know, Jim, you're going to be touching on some of these things in a few minutes, but it's good thing that it's looking good. Oh no, absolutely. Because you've got to get going on some work here. Yep.
0: Jim is chomping at the bit like a racehorse right now. Yeah. Mouth frothing. He's just ready to go. Yep. He's so.
1: right in a sweat. Yeah. He is in a sweat. Yeah. Okay. Well, hold on. Okay. Okay. <laughs> well, we haven't opened the gates yet. Uh, so we have Jim in here to talk, but really quickly, I just want to mention, we had Jason on, Jason Light last week on cybersecurity, and- it seems like a little bit of a boring topic, but I guarantee you once you've, uh, been exposed to that, it's not boring anymore.
0: No, uh, <laughs> it's one of those things that once you're exposed to it, you, you learn a lot, but you're really wishing that you weren't learning. A lot. Right.
1: Yeah. It's one of those lessons you wish you didn't have to yeah, learn. And, and I
0: can tell you after our turn in the barrel with it, and it's happened to a lot of people in this country, uh, here in the last couple of years, but a lot of industry organizations that I'm involved in, um, different things like that. I know you and I and FMI, we've been able to sort of spread the message to people that, hey, this is a real
1: thing. Well, even though we spread the message, some of them still got some hit.
0: Some still got dinged. And uh, but, I try and do it everywhere we go. And have actually uh, seen a couple organizations add insurance now uh, because of it and those type of things. And unfortunately, it's a real threat out yeah. there.
1: So uh, we're going to have Jason on over the next several weeks with, with shorter pieces, like three or four minute pieces, what people can do on the personal level because this isn't just a company thing. And that's why I just want to highlight that. This is not just a company thing. This can happen personally. And when it happens personally, it can wreck your life. Absolutely. So, so we're going to hit a few spots in the coming weeks with that. We just think it's really important to uh, to be a resource to help people protect themselves.
0: Well, and I can tell you, Herb, in terms of protecting yourself, I, uh, uh, when we went through that, I put a Personal check on some of my credit as well, and uh, just in the last month here, I actually had my checking count was uh, was compromised and had somebody spend a fairly decent amount of money over in China on my account. and uh, hmm. It's just something to always be mindful of and always be protecting yourself. It's a real thing that can happen. I wasn't
1: in China when I did that. Well, you had a good time sure. if you were. I can tell you that much. So. I just okay. want my money back,
0: Herb. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have my wallet with me right now. But oh, yeah. anyways, moving right along, we're
1: going to hit that cybersecurity thing over the next few weeks, and we're going to try to make it quick and something you can act upon. Uh, but it, it's really for, you know, you may be wondering, well, only a quarter of the people's employees have laptops or whatever, but it's really an issue. It could be an issue for every single employee. Absolutely. And your family member. So moving right along. Any project awards to talk about this week?
0: Uh, I'm not sure what we talked about last week because that was a week ago, but uh, <laughs> we did see uh, we did see an award come through uh, for a landfill project down in Virginia Beach. Yep,
1: that's uh, the one we weren't sure about, but that's so, come through now. So
0: the good news is we've, uh, we've had some uh, discussions with the owner and they're very flexible on schedule and willing to push some things for us. So it looks like that job's going to pan out. We're checking with... Subs and suppliers right now yep. to make sure we're whole on everything. But uh, from a schedule standpoint, it looks like the job's going to fit us. So yep, good. that should
1: be a good thing. Okay. Uh, we're going to have this main topic come up to talk about what's going on around Bangor region. Cam Hager's in here for a safety topic. We haven't had him in here for a while. He's he's had Arthur and, and Justin stand in for him. Uh, we, Price is right. We suspended that temporarily in favor of all this other information we're trying to, to share. And frankly, only ten or twelve people did it, anyways. So,
0: yeah.
1: I mean, the information was heard by everybody, but not many people did it. And so, we're we're gonna bring it back as soon as we've got our stock price, and we're gonna have that stock price guess going on. That's gonna be the big prices right item, and we'll probably have a bigger prize for that. We don't we haven't discussed what that is, but we gotta get that on our on our horizon. Uh, we're gonna gonna go through the new employees this past week. Uh, we've hired 32 people this year. We're not going to go to them all this week, but we're going to try to try to get those folks uh, introduced to us to the company. Absolutely. Um, so, with that and a few announcements. With that, we'll move right on to the Bangor region, Eric. What do you got? Uh, what do you and Jim got going on here?
0: Well, I'm certainly going to let Jim uh, do the majority of the talking about the Bangor region, but uh, we're setting up for what I would say is a strong year in Bangor. We've got a good backlog of work and some good work. Some of it's carrying over from uh, last year and other stuff that was newly awarded. Um, and Jim will touch upon a few a good blend of some utility projects along with some good work up to uh, Old Town Juniper Ridge. And we're actually looking to bid another project at Old Town Juniper Ridge that uh, would probably just tack on to the end of this one and, and keep us working there, which is a great thing. Um, but Jim's uh, adding some people. Um, I think he's got a good strong team there heading into the year. Got a good plan and uh, looking again, a good early start as we've talked. And it's kind of funny because I can remember you and I talking probably in October and November last year about how we needed a good early start on a couple projects so we could uh, allocate some resources and really – Hammer out a couple jobs, for a lack of a better way to put it, and uh, I think we're sitting in a good spot. So, um, but I I will say I uh, just want to comment as I have with most of the office managers. You know, Jim handles a lot and uh, keeps his fingers he does. on the pulse. Always with has a, with a tremendous amount of things, and uh, the way he has to manage in Bangor is a little different than some other regions. I think you've probably got more bigger work this year than you typically have on any other year. Um, So it allows him to to maybe manage a little more effectively some of the resources. We've grouped it up really well around this Bangor area. Um, But the last thing that I would just say about Jim, um, I think folks out there, once they get to know Jim, instantly have an appreciation for him. But uh, sitting in the room every Thursday, going through planning and all that. Jim is. Jim
1: just left the room. Jim just left he's the room. He's not comfortable with all this yeah, praise. With all the
0: praise, I can tell he's sitting next to me like he's uh, wanting to chew his leg off to get out of here. But, <laughs> um, but uh, you know, we sit in the room every Thursday and go through resource planning. And uh, Jim is uh, an ultimate company guy when it comes to figuring out a way to do things uh, while sharing resources and
1: doing When you say that. we sit in a room, you mean you, Jim, Doug Morrison, and Tim LePage. And Sean Milligan's usually on via video. Yeah, via video.
0: And then uh, Mr. Richards comes in as well at some point, so we can talk equipment and everything. But uh, yeah, all the ops managers and I, and uh, we go through every piece of equipment, every person, every truck, everything in the company and allocate it. Uh, every Thursday. Weeks, every Thursday. Now, Justin
1: does his own down, down in the Mid-Atlantic. Yes, he does. But as far as that goes, you're, you're taking all of the New England work, all Maine and New Hampshire that we have, and you're, you're trying to work that in we're
0: trying to get all the resources in the right places and make sure that we're kicking on all cylinders. And, uh, you know, that philosophy we adopted is uh, we manage the company, then we manage the region, then we manage the job. So, uh, but Jim and the other guys do a great job of balancing that out. Uh, frankly, they they get a lot of it balanced out before we even sit in the room, which I appreciate. It uh, means I don't have to play referee because they have worked a lot of things out. But uh, these guys share a lot. And find a way to get it all done, and Jim's an integral part of that, so uh, just appreciate having him on the team, as well as the fact he's a once in a while he's a steadying influence for me because i can he's a steady guy. I can get a little fired up about a few things every now and then. it's always good to have Jim around in the office next to me, so but I'll be quiet Jim. after all that, Jim, you can chat Thanks. about the bangor region you're yeah, you're welcome <laughs>
2: all right <laughs> well, yeah, Bangor has got a busy spring ahead, and it really never seemed to slow down. Um, it's just been a busy winter.
1: Yeah. And,
2: um, you know, kudos to around the company. Really? Yeah. 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 And kudos to premature, but shout out to the plow crew. I mean, we've got some guys there that have worked crazy hours and been twisted around to get things done, you know, when done different roles. And, uh, so I appreciate that, but thankfully we're looking at an early spring and uh, heading out to project. So, running down through the backlog list, um, up in Mattawamkeg, we have a project with Reed and Reed that's been ongoing, and we're actually heading back up there tomorrow to start placing some riprap.
1: That's along. a bridge crossing the Penobscot, yep, yeah. yeah.
2: and uh, placing riprap around the, the abutment before they start setting steel. And so, that's just going to be a two day stint. We'll pull off again, it'll be later in the summer, mid to late summer, before we're back up there, and that has some box cut a little little more drainage uh, to put in and uh, then the Orono UMO E E D C building with the uh, University of Maine we're moving in probably in two weeks to start there again the is most building sites it's it's pretty congested but the, the stubs are starting to get done and freeing up some real estate so we're we're going to go in and they're going to break off a section for us to get started on, and Randy Goodwin's going to be going up there to spearhead that and then moving on to the Old Town it solar project. Randy's up there running that project, and optimistically he'll have that at a point where we can move out, you know, MOBE this week, and let. There's a, there's a lot of sub presence there as well, and so we're, we're limited on what we can actually work on as far as real estate and, and ground conditions. So that'll be when we come in later in the summer to clean it up. Dedham Solar, John Netto is over there with his crew. in Same boat. They've been dealing with a lot of ledge, a lot of blasting. And they're at a point that we were hoping it was going to be this week, but it'll spill over into next week. We'll be over there finishing some backfill of the trenching. Um, the, the ledge has taken us a little longer than we had hoped. But uh, he'll get that done. Finish the access road, and we'll demo from there for a while. And then over in Orono, uh, North Main infrastructure project, we'll be moving back there in two weeks. Um, we we finished North Main Street last year, and we'll we're tackling Chapel in College Heights this year. And um, that's one that we 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 hit the pause button just because of last year' busyness, and made to talk about COVID and all that, but. It they they worked with us. The owner did, and so we're i um, gonna get an early start there. And basically, throwing in uh, is about five six hundred feet of sewer, and then the rest of it's just under drain and a little bit of storm drain, and then rebuilding those roads. Um, then we also have the Mahaney uh, subdivision in Orono, and that is another sewer project with with a little bit of drainage and. Um, that'll probably be an early May start. Uh, actually, let me be back up probably a mid to late May actually is going to work out better. And that's more of a, uh, you know, a relining of the sewer, changing out some structures and services. Um, and then the rebuilding of the road in that uh, subdivision. Then we, we also have the old town, uh, I'm sorry, the Orono MDOT box culvert that's coming up and that's, it's probably going to be June before we start that. In, um another interesting project.
1: It, where is that?
2: It's on Route Two in Orono. So right on Route right Two, the BZ Orono line. So okay, it's Richard's going to have fun. When was the last Orono. time you had four jobs in Orono? Yeah,
0: yeah. all pretty close to yeah. home <laughs> been a while. Yeah, and yeah. that's,
2: and we're we're hopeful that the timing works out so that we can we can keep shifting uh, these crews and share resources because that's really what makes it work. Yeah, is um, keep it, keep it lean. Um, and then there's the old town, Juniper Ridge, landfill cell 14. We're mobilizing Monday to get a start there. And again, Doug and his team, they got they get some challenges. It's an early start to, to be uh, doing landfill work, but we've got a good team.
1: So that's the one we, we, they actually uh, gave us a change order last fall to, to do the earthwork grading
2: yeah. in the sand layer. Yes, so we got the underdrain yep. under layer in, which is good for them. Sure. And yeah, they did it. It set us up a lot better. Um, but now you've got to try to move clay in April in Maine. Right. It's, uh, yeah. it's going to be a challenge. It'll be interesting. Yep. Yes. But we'll uh, we've, we've.
1: I wouldn't done. bet against that team you've got. No. I know you're not. Great That's why we're there. Because right. of the team you got, well,
0: I figured Mr. Casella Moon loves them. Mr. Moon would just do some whispering to the clay here, regardless
2: yeah. of whatever time of year it was, that's and right. hopefully things will go think, well. Yes. So it talks to him, <laughs> <laughs> and he to it. I think sometimes it's it's not pleasant.
1: Well, um, I always say we need to be more intimate with our work, and
2: oh, well, he's there. You know, <laughs> that's One way to do
1: it, it. and I, I do mean that. You know, as as foremen and supervisors on the jobs, we need to be more intimate with the project. We need to know, you know where the fills are low and the cuts are high and we need to know where the next pole to hold is and all that stuff. And and so I don't mean to joke when I say intimate, it's, it's really, we need to be that way. We need to have a relationship with the work.
0: Well, you look at a piece of work like that too, and it's not so simple as you're just going somewhere and someone's putting material in your truck and you drop it in place, right? I mean, we're going into a pit that we've got to mine it out of. We got to dry it. We got to make sure things are in good condition and it's a tough time of the year to be doing that. But thankfully looking outside, I'm, I'm optimistic that it's going to be a little better than we were probably painting the picture back in, well, I know I was painting a picture back in December of it was going to be the worst thing ever. So I, I try and do that and then back down from that. No, but
2: you know, under the mantra of mentoring, I mean, any of these younger folks that are get opportunity at the landfill, they really should listen to Scott, right? Because you yeah. your clay and how it acts, you know, him and Ken and. Brendan and, uh, and Doug as well. It's it's an art.
1: I yeah, think. and we, you know, we got some people like Mark Wright has yeah, a similar.
2: Just going to say. Uh, Mark,
1: yeah. You know, between those two guys, I don't know how many millions of yards of clay they put in, and probably Tim Blaze too, along the, those lines, yeah. and, and many others. But
0: I, I've always thought that's one thing, uh, even when I didn't work here, that set Sargent apart. From a lot of construction company. It was just how this company handles materials, how it works with the soils that yep. that God gives us at the end of the day. Here. And
1: that that is one of the things that, that gets us work. It definitely is. It, it gets us work, you know, across regions. Yep. The engineers that, you know, design the, the work and, and administer the work. I remember 10, 12 years ago, we did the uh, Augusta Hospital, and that's what we went in. Our marketing <laughs> was like, you, you know, you're about to make a leap of faith with a contractor. You need to make that leap with someone who's handled millions and millions of yards of clay, just like you have here. Yeah, yeah. And that's why they chose us. Yep.
0: And to your point, Jim, mentoring that along so that we don't lose that. You exactly. know, the only way we keep that knowledge is by giving it away at the end of the day. So uh, for all the folks out there, the more that you can do that, um, it's not just for today, it's for a hundred years from now.
1: Right.
2: So uh, moving on to some solar projects. Uh, Kurt Van Aken is down in Searsport. We've been down there about a week and a half. And he's building the access road in. It's a little slow going just because we have limited access, but they're making some good headway into the site. And so another week and a half or so, we'll be able to get out there and really hit the grading of of that site. And that one's not going to be too bad. There's a lot of rock we're going to have to get to the you know the perimeter but um as the solar sites go this is a pretty good one and then we've started down to orland solar site and this is another next Amp, uh, project and right now i've got mitch mclaughlin down there kind of running solo just handling rock and it's a a, a lot of logs it just when it was cut it's just disorganized So he's trying to bring some order to that and
1: well, he's a guy that can do it. Yeah.
2: No, he's, he's done a great job. I mean, just in a week's time, the water's starting to move. Again, some areas drying up. He's, he's doing a good job. And so we moved another uh, small hoe down there uh, yesterday. And CLT's in there starting to stump in. But that that site's going to be in that state for a while. There's a lot of rock. Yeah. Um, so then the Surrey Solar Project, we, we just started clearing that last week. And CLT's in there stumping and grinding and whatnot. And well, it's probably going to be a couple weeks before we can have much of a presence there. Um, but again, that, that's a pretty nice site as well. We should be able to get that turned around quickly. Um, we did the clearing for another solar site in Enfield, and now that that's done, they're tweaking their design. And um, not sure when that will really be ground on that. Um, we also have been awarded the Holmes, uh, Hall Hotel at UMaine U- and just waiting on the startup, There's some paperwork, things they're working through on that, but another nice site job. And we're hopeful that that'll work well with the EDC building and, you know, keep Randy and a team with some flow over there.
1: So they can move
2: back and forth. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, they're. They're not very far from each other, so and it works out nice. Really similar
0: type jobs. I mean, you've got to build them going up, so you're going to go in and get the site prepped and bounce in and out a lot after
2: that. Yeah. So, well, and with what 50 feet around each side of it is what <laughs> is the challenge of these things. It is tight. Yeah. But anyhow, the boys are good for it. And then we have a small uh, project in Millinocket for Brookfield, just with some dam seepage that we've, we've done a few of these for them. Um, and that kind of sums it up. There's a lot of smaller items for kind of the people around here we do work for the behind the scenes, things that will fit in, but, uh, we're, we're get up for a busy spring.
1: Yeah. I know we, uh, the Stillwater Avenue bridge is coming. The, the Stillwater River bridge. There's also Stillwater Avenue yep. is bidding today. It's today. And we declined to put a price on the earthwork on that. And sure. they, it's, it's a very, very demanding piece of work.
0: Uh, very challenging, uh, from a lot of perspectives, um, you know, heavy traffic, there's going to be a, a temporary bridge and some traffic rerouting, uh, all the work really uh, hard to get any meat and potatoes, so to speak to the work, um, just by the nature of what they're doing, a lot of night work, uh, a lot of things like that. And, and frankly looking well, Jim just read through a pretty healthy list of projects here and some good projects. Uh, from a capacity standpoint, you know, we, we had to tap out. And yeah. uh, and the last thing that we really need to do is take on a, a bear of a job that's a challenge and have it, all that work Jim just listed off, suffer because we took on a project that was yeah. a bear of a challenge. It,
1: and I just wanted so, to mention that because, uh, you know, there may be some people that say, well, we didn't even bid that job, but there's a reason we didn't bid it. And and it's, it's a tough piece of work and we got a lot of work already.
0: And, uh, you know, it's part of our philosophy or that we've said, we're not going to, uh, we're not going to tax ourselves. We're going to be trying to grow and grow smartly. Um, and, uh, it takes a lot of dedication when we sit and look at these things to, to say no at the end of the day, because, well, it's just hard to say no to work at times, but I feel very confident in our decision there that it was the right decision. Yep.
2: So
1: good. Anything else on Bangor? We're going to move on to uh, Mr. Hagar.
2: Go on to Mr. Hagar. Jim's done. I'm done. Jim's done.
1: <laughs> thank you, Jim, for that update. And I, I know the the people, uh, well, throughout the company, I think these are some of their favorite episodes when they hear what's going on in the different regions and what we got for work and, and uh, things like that. So thank you for that. Welcome. Cameron.
3: Yes, sir. So today's safety topic, we're going to touch on complacency a little bit. And I thought this was something that would be good to talk about as we're as Jim told me earlier about to pull the string. And I think we've talked about complacency before, you know, but it's more so it's even more important right now, right? As, as we gear up for all of our projects throughout the season to really be intentional, Eric, you say this all the time, be intentional, slow down and, and pay attention, have that situational awareness and pay attention to what we're doing. Is, um, you know, it's going to be wet. The conditions are going to be changing on a day to day week to week, month to month as, as they do already on all of our projects. So we need to make sure that we're really planning and not falling into that complacency, right? You know, being able to not only falling into it, but being able to spot the signs of complaints, complacency, um, you know, there might be, whether it's a new hire or even a seasoned employee, dissatisfaction with the work or being motivated, Um, you know, frequent incidents, things like that that might happen, you know, as we fall into that complacency, change in attitude, uh, increase or decrease in communication, or, you know, lack of understanding, and, you know, even tardiness too. all of these different things um, fall into that complacency category. And we want to do our best as, you know, senior management, operations managers, um, VPs, president, safety, and even foremen and superintendents to really ensure that we're recognizing those signs to do what we can for all of our employee owners to help prevent it, to see what they need, give them the resources and kind of mentor, you know, as we said with Scott Moen, right. And, and that clay, um, mentor all of our employee owners in the field to make sure that they even recognize complacency in themselves. Right. Um, so I think, you know, when you when you talk about that, we, we spent a lot of time this winter talking about
1: routine and structure mm-hmm. with the foreman and superintendents and how we need to establish that. And one of the reasons we need to establish that is so you can recognize when it's not there. Mm. And that's, you know, that complacency piece, recognizing that you have a routine, a structure, and that maybe it's changed. And, and th- that applies to me as, as well as anybody, or probably more than anybody else. I can... I can picture when a couple things change for me, and then the next thing I know my desk is a disaster area because I've got too much stuff, and it's it's the same thing. If we say we're going to lay the sling down that picks up the pipe at this spot every single time, and then all of a sudden, you know, we don't get it there, just recognizing those things in your day, whether you're an operator, uh, laborer, foreman, superintendent, uh, and, you know, the commitment to change them.
0: And, and one thing I'll <clears throat> I'll add, Herb, is that in in Cam, I've seen it a lot over the years. I to me, it doesn't matter if you're a, a, a one week guy in this industry or if you've been in this industry for forty years. You know, if you're coming off winter layoff or you know the season's just getting started, uh, you know we're we're transitioning out of training and those type of things and getting back into the season now. As I mentioned, Jim chomping at the bit. I'm chomping at the bit too. You see the good weather. You see things drying out, but you're just getting back into what you do and what we do and it takes a little bit of time to get yourself back into that routine and uh so to me when you're coming back from the season it's all about getting that memory muscle retrain it's about getting back into the routine of what you're doing establishing that routine as you said and then sticking to it from that point but it does take you a little bit to get back into it so this starting the season off i would just certainly encourage anyone who's listening and spread it around but uh starting the season off take that little bit of extra time to just be sure that you're sure about what you're doing to stand back take a good solid look and uh, and ease your way into it
3: and one thing I want to add I guess I think before we move on to some of the shout outs and, and things like that is we spent a lot of time and effort this offseason in with training you know in the superintendent and Foreman meetings I know you know herb Eric all of the operations managers tasha every, everyone else involved in those and the workforce advancement team Kevin Kendall and Petes we everyone really spent a lot of time and effort to hone in and, and train and kind of refocus everyone, right? As far as foremen and superintendents and management. And what I want to just throw out there is let's not forget or become complacent in what we just learned. And let's make sure that we're working together to implement everything that we just learned from a safety standpoint, a routine and structured standpoint, a uh, quality standpoint, all of those things that we talked about the past, you know, three or four months. Please make sure that those are in the back of your minds, just to prevent that complacency, uh, and you know, recognize those signs of complacency, whether it's physical with stretching or you know with work, planning your work, all of those different things. So, good
0: topic. Thank you. A lot of things that we do here that if we take our eye off the ball, you know, it gets by you in a hurry and, yep. and can have some dramatic impact and. The last 2 years we've had good years and we've been very fortunate to have that but it's also important to be reminding ourselves that we can't be complacent and rest on our laurels of having a couple good years in a row that we've uh, yeah. we've got to go out and earn it this year and we've got great opportunities We got the next 100 years to
1: think of. We do, we got
0: great opportunity in front of us and great people to execute that opportunity but now we got to go out and do it.
1: We got people that aren't even born yet that we're here to take care of.
0: That's a scary thought. I know. It's a great thought though.
1: People that aren't even born yet we're working for. I love that. Yes. Okay. Shout outs, I think.
0: Okay. Uh, first shout out is from Matt Coffin and he says, Matt Coffin here. I would like to give a shout out to Cam Hagar for stopping at Topsom Solar last Thursday and staying late to help me get caught up on Nixon. I greatly appreciate it. Also want to give a shout out to Steve Renault, Nick Kinney, and Quentin Frigon for coming in on Saturday to get ahead of the electricians. Could not ask for a more talented group of operators. Thank you guys. And, I would concur with that. A very talented group there that he mentions. Great shout
3: out. And
2: appreciate your help, Cam. Anytime. Next one's uh, from Kendall Bickford. A shout out to Pete Parazzo. Thank you for your dedication and commitment to all our employee owners. The company is very fortunate to have you as part of the workforce advancement team. Indeed. Well,
1: Well, the the passion he has
3: around this current role is
1: off the charts. Absolutely. And it's a great shout out for a great guy.
3: All right. Our next shout out is from Tom Powell. He says, I'd like to give a shout out to the crew at Alllander, North Carolina. Thanks for pushing forward and working Saturdays. Great thanks to our senior operators, foremen and laborers for helping guide our new employees along the way.
1: So that is actually Chris Powell. You wouldn't know that, but and Tina doesn't know it. she puts these shout outs together for us because it comes back on the tech platform as Thomas Powell.
0: And I just wanted to add to that shout out, uh, you know, the guys down in the Mid-Atlantic, I was just talking to Justin Porter this morning, um, typical time of the year down there, seeing some rain and those type of things that uh, make it difficult to work and guys coming in on Saturdays, guys coming in on Sundays uh, just to keep the jobs progressing forward. It's greatly appreciated.
1: Great work. Sean Milligan has a shout out to John Coach for his dedication to the solar projects in Bethel and North Berwick and also for investing in people. John has set an excellent example in the field for his crews and sergeant as a whole.
0: I can attest to that. Saw John in several trainings and meetings uh, this winter and uh, really appreciate him stepping up and and helping show guys the way. And he's provided some excellent leadership here in the last couple of years.
1: You know, he he left for about a year and uh, he called me. He wanted to come back. And so I met him at Dice Arts. I wanted to kind of flesh out what was going on. And he said, what I miss is the opportunity to invest in people. Yep. That's the piece I missed. I want to mentor people.
0: And he has certainly followed through on that uh, in coming back and stayed committed to it. Uh, Another guy here I got a shout out for from Sean Milligan. Uh, He's got a shout out to Peter Broberg, another guy that really invests in people for continually honing our craft and providing the town of Bridgeton with a superior product. And uh, that job out there has gone well. And and Pete's a big reason behind that. His plan has been second to none.
2: Next, we have a shout out from Joe Frazier to Steve Randall. Steve Randall hooking Derek Trueworthy up with time slips might seem like a small thing, but it is a huge help.
3: It is. It's cool when people can yeah. fill that gap. All right. Our next shout out is from Matt Tebow to Ben Lee. As the site's general foreman for the last several weeks, he's been pulled in a lot of different directions had to make quick decisions, and was introduced to a lot of new aspects of our industry. He handled himself with poise, planned well, and was always ready to take on the next challenge. Enjoy your vacation. You earned it.
0: That's great. That's a great shout-out.
3: Been
1: here, what, two years now? Two years uh, and did some
0: interning. Intent trips, yep.
3: Ben, uh,
0: he carries himself very well and uh, very professional, and uh, he's got a bright future.
1: Zach Sherry has a shout-out. I'd like to give a shout-out to everyone who's reached out and continues to reach out. To have support both through family and co-workers is amazing, and I thank you all. I look forward to my return and hope it is sooner than later. And uh, in case you didn't know, Zach got in an automobile accident what, three weeks ago.
0: I think it's been three weeks now. Yeah. Yeah. And
1: uh so he suffered some injuries that have got him away from work for some period. So we got prayers out for Zach.
0: Absolutely. And take care of yourself. Zach will be here waiting for you. You're number one. Uh, Richie Otis has a shout out for Monique Nichols. Outstanding in everything she does. Couldn't do my job without her. Appreciate all your support, Mo.
1: Yeah.
2: Uh, next is, uh, from Jerry Grindle. Uh, shout out to Quentin Freegon doing an amazing job with Skidseer cleaning up the mess. Everyone else is making it top some solar. <laughs> Keep your eyes on him. He makes things happen. You'll hear a lot of good stuff. That's about a good that, one. Yeah. You know, yeah. A tag on here from, uh, Jerry is, he's asked that, uh, We keep his cousin, John Rogerson, in our thoughts and prayers as he's a very sick man right now. uh, So that would be appreciated.
3: Yep, we will. All right. Our next shout out is from RJ Russell to James McCarthy says, thank you for setting me up for success regarding the fuel delivery for your job at York Toll Plaza. Also as a shout out to Derek True for aiding and assisting by removing barriers and helping him pull the hoses on the fuel truck. Uh, or the fuel crew that was quite a distance. Also as a shout out to John Coach and Tori Reed, a new hire. Two guys getting it done like a professional constructioneers that we are. We rock.
1: He's always he's always got a lot of good energy, doesn't oh, he? I look RJ. forward to every
0: RJ shout out. Constructioneers. Yep. I'm gonna use that. Yeah.
1: <laughs> uh, John Coach, big shout out to Anthony Bro, my right hand man. I always appreciate that you do from running the loader skid steer excavator, dump truck, and for helping me on the ground whenever needed. Always with a good attitude, no matter what. Much appreciated, brother. You're a sergeant through and through. Yeah.
0: Anthony came back as well, and he's done a great job since coming back. So great, yep, greatly appreciate Good shout out. Uh, Kevin Gordon has a huge shout out to equipment operators Dave Sinclair, Brian Loisel, Troy Cook, and Ken Thurlow for helping train present and future sergeant equipment operators. We're only two days in at the new Gloucester pit, uh, the Chandler pit down in New Gloucester. And our employee owners are gaining a great amount of seat time, guidance, instruction, and confidence each day. Thank you all for investing in our employee owners. And I want to tack on to the end of that, uh, certainly Kevin, uh, Kendall, Pete, all of them with uh, all they're doing with the training down there. That's a great group of trainers. into the ops managers as well. This takes some shuffling of people around and uh, and moving folks. And uh, behind the scenes, it takes quite a little bit to pull off. And the ops guys sure does. And, and workforce advancement group are working well together to make that happen. Great.
2: Next one's from Brent Williams. Shout out to and th- send thanks to Jeshua Dearborn for stepping up and handling my solar portfolio, as well as starting a few new ones. He has had three to four active each week and keeps them moving forward. The winter and spring has been a challenge on some of the sites, but I assure you warmer weather will reduce many of your challenges. And we, the, the solar has been a good opportunity for us. It's Sometimes it's challenging, but also from a development standpoint. Absolutely. You know what I mean? These... They have a new, like Brent's benefited and, and Joshua has. joshua has been doing great. It's
0: served as a great training ground in many ways. And uh, Joshua's has done a great job jumping into it after being on
3: some other projects. And All right. Next shout out is from Cody Jean. He's got a shout out to Travis Fernland for helping him keep the long list of Northern, Northern Maine projects organized on the back end. And interns Josh and Mia for helping out with submittals and upfront paperwork. Great team efforts.
1: Good work. So we've got a f- few shout-outs here from Tasha. Shout-out to Jason Light for a great podcast last week. And that that was, I thought that was a great podcast, Jason did. And I told him so. And we're, as I said, we're going to record a few other segments that we can drop into some of these podcasts. He did a great job of boiling down the cyber risk we face as a company and as individuals. But I'm going to add to that with Jason because this podcast, the last several weeks, doesn't happen without Jason. In fact, this morning before we recorded, I thought everything was all set. And he came in, and he just walked by and goes, maybe I'll check that. And the settings weren't just exactly right on this Mac computer that I'm working with, but he's going to set me up with a new Windows machine. Shout out to Heather Hutchinson and Justin Embry for all their efforts recruiting, interviewing, and hiring. It's exciting to see new faces and coworkers join our ranks. And they are doing a great job.
0: Uh, they've got a pretty full plate and they're handling it very well and uh, bringing some quality folks in through the door as well. I've got to echo that shout out and just thank both of them tremendously. I know it's a it's a major struggle uh, to do a job like that and uh, go through the ups and downs they do. But, boy, they keep charging and, and they do well, very well at it. So yep. we wouldn't be in the position we're in without
1: them. Shout out to She Sheehan, Casey Noyes, and Amy Soames. They all have special in parentheses, and in some cases, secret projects they're working on for the benefit of our employee owners. We are honing our craft in ways that isn't always seen, but does make a difference in the lives of our employee owners and brings value every day. And she is right about that. Amen. Absolutely.
2: Yep. Got a shout out here from Carrie Sheehan to Sarah Tut. Shout out to Sarah Tutt for always being one of the first to volunteer help me out. She also always has a smile on her face and lights up the office. And I would agree with that. Yeah. Sarah's She's quiet behind the scenes, but she...
1: Great person to have around, yes.
0: Uh, the last uh, shout-out we've got here is to the new hires that joined us this week. This That's from Pete Perizzo, Pete Perizzo. The new hires that joined us this week, Ryan Wilson, Keegan Falloon, who, as Herb uh, pointed out to me yesterday, Keegan is a fourth generation of Falloons to work for Saturday. Yes, fourth generation. His uh, dad is uh, Nick Falloon down in the shop, and uh, I know he's pretty proud to have him here. So welcome aboard, uh, Ryan Keegan, Barry Sullivan, Ben Warren, Torrey Reed, Thomas Watson, Matt King, Adam Hinsman, Roger Coleman, and Ryan O'Hagan. If you see them out on site or in the shops, be sure to say hi. Give them a warm welcome. Uh, great shout-out for Pete, and I would just echo that, uh, the importance of, uh, you know, when we bring new folks on board, bringing them in and making them feel welcome. And sometimes that's just checking in on them to say, you know, how's your day going? Being very intentional about that. Being very intentional. Uh, We've all been new at some point in time, and uh, we've all had someone, I I know everyone out there, if they thought about it, they've had someone that right from the start, they were able to put their hand on their belt loop and kind of say, okay, I can follow this person along. And uh, so the more that we can do that with folks, make them feel welcome, make them feel like a part of the team, part of the family here, uh, we just stand to keep growing that team and that family at the end of the day. So, uh, appreciate everyone out there just taking a little extra time, as Herb mentioned, being intentional about it and, and greeting our our new folks and making them feel welcome.
1: Absolutely, good point. We just got to we got to bring them in. We got to be friendly with them. We got to make them welcome, and uh,
0: and watch after them and give them feedback. Yeah. Right. Tell them what's going right, what's uh, needs to be worked on, all those type of things. Uh, I know as a a young guy coming into the industry, there's nothing more frustrating to find out that you were doing something incorrect and just no one had told you. And, uh, you know, once you get that feedback, it's, it's nice to be on the right track. So uh, please look out after him and, and take a little extra time to look out after him.
1: Very good. Big applause. <laughs> so we have no prices, Right. Therefore, we have no Johnny Guitar Watson.
0: Where's the want want music? We don't have any of that
1: on No prices, right? Uh, but there's a reason, because we've got a lot of content to cover. And
0: uh, so... Well, we've got the stock price announcement coming up here in a little in a lot. couple, of weeks, or, couple of weeks. So we're
1: going to reintroduce that. And we've got to figure out what we're going to do for a prize on that.
0: Yeah, I'm excited about that. I am,
1: too.
3: Yeah. It's kind of a big deal. It's kind of it's a
1: it's big a, deal. It's a big deal. Yeah. And I can um, tell you, I spent... Uh, I was flying Friday... And I got a copy of the report that shows everyone's ESOP values, and I did a lot of math on a lot of different individuals, and I think people are going to be very happy. Yeah, looking forward to that. With that, we got just a couple announcements here. Uh, if you're not receiving the podcast or reminders via the texting app and would like to, please make sure Tina Bushard has your correct cell phone number. That's T Bushard, T B O U C H A R D at sergeant.us. And Tina's done a great job putting these things together for us. She gathers up all the Oh, So back to, it's going to be Esoc stock price announcement time. Probably be a good idea to dig out last year's statement if you were here last year. I would think so. That'll help your guess.
0: And remember that we had a good year.
1: Right. And then next week we're going to have Sean Milligan on, operations manager, to talk about the New Hampshire region work.
0: It's uh, always good to have Sean on, always good to hear what's going on in New Hampshire. He's adding people down there, and we're looking for some work, and into a new office, he's going to have all kinds of great things to talk about.
1: And I've um, been promising history talk here the last few weeks.
0: Yeah, where was that today?
1: Mm, we got a lot to do. I know. So I'm, I'm hoping next week I can fit that in.
0: All right, well, I enjoy that history And
1: it, it just happens to coincide next week with, with Herb's passing and at 100 years old. He, he passed away on April 9th, so that'll be... Uh, this weekend, I guess. Yeah. But, um, anyways, we're going to hit that history talk. I hope next week, and we will uh, call a good podcast.
0: Well done. Zero accidents.
2: <laughs> design your day. Design your life. Live on purpose. Zero accidents. Well,
3: zero accidents. I don't know how I'm going to beat that comment. Jim. Well, you're not. No, <laughs> no, definitely <laughs> not. Don't.
2: Just, no <laughs> Just
0: <laughs> not <laughs> even going to try. <laughs> That's Jim Braley
3: <laughs> Who are you mentoring today?
1: Zero accidents.